Praise the Lord, everyone. Let's open up with a hand clap of praise for Jesus this afternoon. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Welcome everyone to the house of the Lord this afternoon. Those watching by the means of the live stream, we welcome you. Thank you for tuning in today. Hallelujah. It's great to be in the house of the Lord today. Hallelujah. Just greeting everyone in the name of the Lord Jesus. Welcome you here. God is definitely moving, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he'll have for us today in our service. Just thankful for everything that he has done for us thus far. Hallelujah. Thankful for his mighty presence. Yes. Sure. Go ahead. Yes, amen. Sure. But God, amen. Thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. But God, that's a wonderful testimony that they were not injured. Hallelujah. We are, uh, this is a Sunday before Thanksgiving this week, so that. With Thanksgiving being on Thursday, we that we are definitely in that mindset, a spirit of uh, gratitude and thankfulness to the Lord, and that's a wonderful way to open up service with a testimony like that. And just want to mention a couple of announcements that uh, there will be no Wednesday uh, Bible study this week uh, for uh, coming up on uh, Thanksgiving. So remember that no uh, no Bible study on Wednesday of this week. But also on Wednesday, uh, Brother Pat Grogan has a birthday. And so let's give Brother Pat a hand clap. <laughs> Wish him a very happy birthday. And just uh, uplift him and his family in, their, in uh, your prayers as we go through the week. They had an unfortunate event of hitting uh, uh, some deer and uh, totaled his vehicle, did quite a bit of damage. And so let's just uplift the family in the prayers. They're okay physically and everything like that, but uh, uh, let's just uh, pray that the Lord open the door they get a vehicle very, very soon. Uh, so we thank the Lord for him and wish him a, a birthday blessings on his birthday, Wednesday. Also, on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, looks like Sister Joy Farmer has a birthday, so we want to wish her a very happy birthday. Lord richly bless those with birthdays coming up. And then, of course, just remember uh, our service next Sunday be the next time uh, we get together uh, next Sunday mornings. But between now and then, uh, let's let the Lord have his way in this service. And then may the Lord richly bless each and every one as you have your Thanksgiving this Thursday uh, with your family. So may the Lord richly 
blessed. I also want to bring to your attention that coming up the very uh, first of December, on December the 6th, 7th, and 8th, at Cross Point Tabernacle up there in Franklin, it's going to be the Rise uh, Services. Uh, they did this last year, and they have uh, wanted to do this again this year and commit to it. So we want to go ahead and bring it to the, your attention that on December the 6th, 7th, and 8th will be Rise, and that will be up there at Cross Point. I know uh, Pastor and uh, Michelle myself went out to when it was over in the Missouri um, back in September, but the, uh, it's going to be at Cross Point. So maybe you'll have the opportunity to come. The services are, uh, I'm assuming it will probably be on Wednesday would be 7, and uh, on Thursday and Friday they usually have morning service and then break, and they'll have an evening service. And I'd say right now probably the morning would begin around 10, and then the evening would then again be at 7, and same thing on Friday. But we'll, uh, as we get those, that for sure, we'll let you know. But just want to bring that up to you that uh, if you would like to go to that, you'll be richly blessed uh, to be part of RISE. It's a mighty move of the Lord up at Cross Point in Franklin. It's closest to us uh, to be able to go there. All righty then. want to uh, give our devotion for today. We're going to go to the book of Psalm 107. Just going to read two uh, quick verses for you today. Psalm 107 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Isn't there, aren't you thankful that the Lord's mercy endures forever? It endures forever. It, it, it does not stop. Hallelujah. No, no matter how badly we behave. It does not stop. I'm thankful for his mercy. And because of his mercy and in enduring, it makes me want to be a better Christian. It gives me a desire because I don't want to disappoint the Lord. And I'm thankful for what he's done in my life. And so I'm thankful for his mercy and the fact that it endures forever and ever. How many of you sometimes you get tired of the way some of your family act and maybe they ain't coming to Thanksgiving? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, the scripture... <laughs> <laughs> well, that that that's how we are, you know, uh, ourselves, but the Lord's mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Verse 2 said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If the Lord has done something for you in your life, then you need to let your worship and your praise to him today show it. You need to magnify the name of the Lord. You, If you're redeemed of the Lord, you don't need to be bashful. You need to, yes, you need to clap your hands. You need to sing. You need to worship the Lord wholeheartedly. Whatever he has done in your life, whatever he has brought you from, you are redeemed of the Lord, say so. Don't be shy about it today. Let's stand and give the Lord a hand clap of praise as the praise team comes and just worship the Lord wholeheartedly today. Hallelujah. Before we get started, just want to put a, another announcement. I didn't give it to Ronnie, but uh, this Friday, if you are not going to be getting out in the crowds, going shopping, and you have some extra time that you would like to volunteer, we'll take 
any and all volunteers who would come and help us decorate the church for Christmas this Friday. We'll say starting around 10 o'clock. If you're able to come help us out, we would greatly appreciate it. Or any time after that. So just wanted to put that plug in there because many hands make light work. And so it won't take as long if we have a lot of people helping us. So thank you.
that says Old Testament Hebrew his name was Yahweh and it and they don't have any vowels like we have today but I heard someone say it's like our very breathing speaks his name Yahweh just yes. our very breath speaks yes. his name yes if we have nothing else to praise him for you can praise him for your breath because yeah. right. it's his breath right. 
that's in your lungs. If you didn't have it, you wouldn't be standing here today. You'd be in a grave. We have his breath. He gives us life. Let's praise him and thank him today.
Praise the name of the Lord. He is worthy of it all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about. Brother JR, you you've got you've got to just praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy of it all. That promise is to you. And not every not everyone receives that manifestation of the Holy Spirit speaking in tongue just instantaneous. But the most very important thing it is is that we do not ever, and I mean ever, give up and, and just lose heart in it. Always hold fast to it. Every, always be in a state of thanksgiving and praise to Jesus Christ. No matter if you're in this sanctuary or you're out there in your job, the Lord's Spirit is real everywhere. He's with you everywhere. Hallelujah. But don't... Don't ever, don't ever get up. And that goes for anyone else who has been seeking and desiring the gift of the Holy Spirit, that manifestation of Jesus coming, welling up within you to where you begin to speak in a tongue that ain't been taught to you. You can't, you can't understand it half the time and you can't explain it, but it comes up as a beautiful heavenly language. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We are going to uh, move on into the service this time. Ask the blessing on the tithes and offering for this week. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we just give you praise and glory. We thank you for your presence in this place. Hallelujah. We thank you for the promise that is bestowed upon everyone of, of your children, Lord, who have been down water baptism, Lord. That promise is to as many as you have called. We know you have called many. Hallelujah. And Father, everyone that has not began to speak in tongue. I speak Jesus over their life right now that they will get a boldness amongst them that they will seek day in and day out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for blessing us. We thank you for this thanksgiving that is approaching, Lord. We give you praise and glory for all things. And we just ask, Lord, to bless the gift and the giver alike in the mighty name of Jesus. Let everyone say amen. God bless you as you give today. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you.
change order of service right now and we're dismissed for children's church we're going to forego the meet and greet and let pat turn it over to pastors so you can uh, stand and stretch and wave to each one if you want to but we're going to dismiss for children's church and turn the service over to pastor right now hallelujah Well, God is good, and all the time, let's give him another hand clap of praise today. So thankful to the Lord for the move of the Spirit today, uh, what God is doing in hearts and lives, and um, I would uh, say to our brother, uh, Jar there, don't don't give up, don't get, uh, because God, that's something that God has promised. If we repent and are baptized in his name, the promise of the Spirit is there. He made us that promise. And um, it's something you don't, uh, you don't have to beg God for. Uh, when we are seeking the Holy Ghost, we shouldn't beg him. We just, we just begin to praise him and thank him, uh, and uh, it, will, um, it will come. Hallelujah. God has given us a beautiful day today to worship him, and we're so uh, thankful, um, amen, for what God is doing. Amen. And I will not try to hold you too long this afternoon, but I do have uh, a word I want to share with you. Uh, on this, um, uh, the beginning of Thanksgiving week, and I'm just going to go ahead and get into the scripture today. We're going to go to the book of Luke, chapter 17, and we're going to read verses 11 through 19 for our uh, our scripture uh, reference today, and um, it's up on the screen, or you can open your Bible to one. Uh, this is a well-known uh, passage of scripture. And let's just see what the Lord would have us to say, uh, uh, receive today. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and fell on his face at Jesus' feet, 
giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Fathers, we come today, we thank you and we praise you for your word. Your word's a lamp to our feet and a light into our path. And I'm asking God today that you will speak to us from your word. Each and every one, God, help our hearts to be open and receptive to what you would have us to hear today. And everything's accomplished. We'll give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Let the church say, Amen. God bless you today. Praise the Lord. Thank you, sir. I want to speak today on a subject titled, Don't Become an Ungrateful Child. Don't become an ungrateful child. Praise the Lord. Now, in this Thanksgiving season, many of us find ourselves focusing more on thankfulness and gratitude than any other time of the year. But you know, when we look at Scripture, the Bible reminds us that we should be giving thanks to the Lord all the time, not just one particular day. Amen. We should be giving the Lord thanks. In fact, thanksgiving should be the foundation of our daily lives. Amen. And having an attitude of gratitude, it not only adds to your spiritual health and well-being, but it will add to your physical health and well-being. I believe that just as much as I'm standing here. Hallelujah. It will add to that. Hallelujah. And having an attitude of gratitude will bring those benefits and a mindset that we should cultivate every season of year, no matter what season it is, what we're going through, amen, it's, we got it's on the sign out front. The Word of God tells us in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God, hallelujah. We are supposed to give thanks in every situation that we face. Now, the story of the ten lepers is fairly familiar among people who read the Word of God. And since the context of this speaks of thankfulness and gratitude, or the lack of it with some of them, I believe it's beneficial to use it on this beginning of our Thanksgiving week. Now let's just rehearse the background of what was going on. Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, coming from from Galilee. And when he got there, he was going to celebrate his last Passover supper with the disciples before he was crucified. And as they journeyed south, Jesus travels through what you could call a no man's land, the border between two separate people, the Jews and the Samaritans. Now these two people had a long history of hating one another. Even their religious leaders taught them 
that they shouldn't have any kind of fellowship or contact with one another. That's what they were taught. But you know what? Jesus never honored the segregation policy, and he usually went right through Samaria, didn't go around like most Jews, and, and Brother Bobby was teaching this morning about the woman of the well. This takes place the exact same area. <coughs> Jesus didn't go around. He went through Samaria. And as he was entering one of the villages there, there were ten lepers. Now these ten men could not go into the city. If you study to know anything about the disease of leprosy, when someone was found to have leprosy, they was automatically put away from the town in an outcast area. They couldn't be around their family. They couldn't be around their friends. And as they would be out and walking around, and if, if somebody was to get close to them, they, they would have to holler out, unclean, unclean. You know what? That's the way all of us was sometime before Jesus got a hold of us. Hallelujah. Our lives was dirty and unclean. Amen. Involved in everything else. But oh, thank God for the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. That washes white as snow. Can somebody praise him? Hallelujah. Amen. But when they, they saw Jesus coming, no doubt they had heard about the Lord and heard all the miracles that he had performed. And they began to call out to him. Jesus, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. You know, I'm so glad that the Lord is a merciful God. I'm so glad that it don't make no difference what we find our what what position we find ourselves in. God loves us all the same and equally. Amen. And all you've got to do is call upon him. Praise the Lord. Amen. And they began to call upon Jesus. Hey, amen. And in true Jesus style, he had compassion on them and he gave them the instructions, amen, on what they needed to do. You know what? God's still giving instructions today, but the problem is a lot of them that we don't know how to follow instructions. I hate to say this, but there was a few times when I was growing up and I was in school, we had, I don't know what they got nowadays, but we had those uh, handwritten report cards and, and I'd have to take them home uh, to our parents to get them signed and, you know, and taken back and everything. And there was a few times that I didn't want to do that because that teacher, amen, she had the gall to write on my report card, does not follow instructions. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. And I know what that meant for the seat of my pants. Uh, but, uh, but you know what? All of us is the same way a lot of times. We don't follow instructions very well. We go off a different direction. Hallelujah, amen. Uh, but Jesus told these, these ten lepers, he says, now I want you to go show yourself to the priest. Notice this. He didn't heal them while they were standing there in front of him. 
He didn't blow on them or touch them or whatever or do anything like he did. Normally, he says, go show. And he was telling, see, at that point in time, and again, Brother Bobby brought this out, the difference between the old covenant and the new covenant. Amen. If you had a skin disease and a leprosy and there was a cleansing or healing, the first thing you had to do was go show yourself to the priest. That's what the law stated. So, And they were still under that old covenant at the time. Jesus told them to do what the law of Moses had commanded them to do. So they was headed out. And as they were going on the way, because they listened to the words of Jesus, before they got to the high priest, they were healed. All ten of them. They were cleansed. But one of them, when he realized what had happened, and that a miracle had taken place, he stopped in his tracks. Hallelujah. And he turned around to go back to Jesus because he was so thankful and so happy. Amen. And he fell at, uh, fell at his feet, the Bible says. Amen. And he began to thank the Lord and give God praise. Amen. What did Jesus say? He said, wasn't there ten of you? Where Where's the nine at? Only nobody come back but this one, this one stranger uh, to give praise and thanks. You see, we don't want to maybe take too hard on those nine people because, stop and think about it, how long had they been living a loner's life? No doubt when they saw they were healed, they wanted to get to the priest and get the priest okay because they were ready to go home. They had, they had a wife, some of them did, and children that they ain't saw and who knows telling how long. Amen. They had family they hadn't touched. Amen. Stop and think about it. You see, they were lepers. They were outcasts. They couldn't be around nobody. And they wanted to get to the high priest, so that priest says, okay, you can go to the city. You can go back home. But, everybody say but. It was in their priorities. Let me ask you this. What is our priorities today? I'm here to tell you today that our priorities should be above everything else, giving Jesus thanks above family, above friends, above job, no matter what it may be, Jesus ought to be the priority of your life. And if he's not the priority of your life, I don't care what you do, you're not going to be successful. Hallelujah. This other one that went back and told Jesus, he probably, he had, I'm sure he had family too. He had other people, and he would all just man. I, I ain't embraced my wife in, in four years. Amen. I hadn't picked up my man. I got a child, and I don't even know what the child looks like because I've been out there, and that child's been growing. But when he saw Jesus I had done a miracle in his life, there was something more important than anything else.
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The nine were Jews. So they were members of the family. In other words, they were considered the children of God. That one is the one that everybody called a dog. Unworthy. Not a not a child of God. But here is the clincher. Even though those nine, Brother Darrell, was considered to be in the family, they were ungrateful children. They weren't grateful. The one that everybody else looked down on was not even considered to be part of the family. He was grateful to the Lord. How much is that like us today? Now, I hate doing this, because I'm going to tell off on myself. But I remember when I was a child and growing up, I basically was, uh, uh, I was raised like the only child. Uh, I don't even remember my older brother uh, being at home because he was, uh, he had uh, left home long before I got old enough to remember. And my sister uh, was, I was four years old when my sister married and left home. So I was, I was the only child. And as I grew up, I was kind of treated that way. And, uh, I'm sure glad, uh, uh, I'm sure glad Kessie ain't here because she just loved hearing this, but I, I just turned out to be for a good while just a sport brat. Some of you know why I don't want to hear her say that, me say that. And uh, I was able always to go to mama and get my way. Amen, all the time. Of which fact, when I later on, I grew up and got married on my own, caused a little trouble between me and Darlene because she wasn't going to pick up after me like my mama did. Hallelujah. She wasn't going to play that game. Hallelujah. But, and this is true, I've found with a lot, a lot of kids, you know, when you're a parent, you love your child. And every parent wants their children to have have it better than they had it. But I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes it's not good to give a child everything they want because they become unappreciative. Hallelujah. Now, my dad tried to let me know that if you want something, you need to earn it, work for it. We got a whole generation of people right now we're having to deal with in this world that people... You know, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. People don't want to work for nothing anymore. Come on. They'll, they'll be well satisfied. They, they'll live on con, con, communism just as long as the government will send them a little bit of check every now and then. Whoop. Hallelujah. Amen. But, and I, I had to learn to grow out of that. And a lot of us as believers... We're children of God. And you're blessed abundantly. Hallelujah. You're blessed beyond belief. I look at my life and I see how God has blessed me. Amen. And what he's done for me. 
But listen, folks, we're going to be blessed by God. When you try to live for the Lord, God's going to bless you. You're his child. But just because God blesses us and gives us more than what we need, we should never become an ungrateful child. Hallelujah. We should always be thankful for what he does. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to give you the whole message today because of time, but I want, I want to just say uh, um, two or three things about the reasons why that we should be grateful, reasons why we should be thankful. And number one, number one is for his plan of salvation. Folks, if I was laid up in a bed right now, hey, remember, both legs and the cask and arms, and I couldn't, I couldn't move. I still wouldn't have no right to complain. Hallelujah. Because of the plan of salvation. Because of the plan that Jesus made. Even when everything seems to be falling apart and chaos seems to be ruling your world and it's the norm of a day in your life, you still got something to be thankful for. Hallelujah. You still got something to be. Remember Adam? After he had sinned, it was God who came looking for Adam. Adam wasn't looking for God. He was hiding. God came walking in the garden. Adam, where you at? Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm so glad he came looking for me. I'm so glad he came looking for me. I was dead in trespasses and sin. I was on my way to a fiery devil's hell with no hope of eternal life. Oh, but he came looking for me. So if my world is completely falling apart and chaos is the norm of the day, I'm still going to praise him. I'm going to repraise him. I'm going to rejoice in him because of the plan of salvation. Glory. Romans 5, verses 6 through 9. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would even dare to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Oh, hallelujah. Since therefore... We have now been justified by his blood. Much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. Glory to God. Church, if nothing else ever goes right in your life, you should have no complaint against the Lord. Hallelujah. You were dead in your sins, headed to a devil's hell. But God's love for you caused him to create a plan, a plan of salvation. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Has nothing to do with the race, color, or creed. Amen. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall not might shall be saved. Hallelujah. 
so, thank God by his plan, what he did, not what I did, but what he has done, what he did at Calvary, the finished work at Calvary, his plan. Hallelujah. I'm a child of God. And Lord, help me. I don't want to be an ungrateful child. I don't want to never be an ungrateful child. Let me uh, briefly talk about one more reason why that we got to be grateful and thankful. It's for his provision in our life. I wonder if anybody in the house knows Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> Woo, glory. Hallelujah. Here, there went Abraham taking his only son Isaac because God said, I want you to go to the mountain that I show you. Amen. And there I want you to offer him up. Amen. As a sacrifice. Glory to God. Amen. And they got out and they and they headed out. Oh, glory to God. But I'm going to tell you something about that old boy, Abraham. He was a man of faith. He believed God because when, he, when the Lord showed him the place, he turned around to the rest of them in the caravan. He said, y'all stay right here because me and the boy are going to go yonder and we're going to worship and we shall return. Hallelujah. Now Abraham was a man who had raised up his son the right way. That boy knew all about it. He knew all about what sacrifice was because as they was going along, he began to say, well, Father, we got the wood. You, you're carrying a torch in your hand. But where's the, where's the sacrifice? He turned around and looked at his boy and says, God will provide. God will provide. Hallelujah. And we all know the story. And after the angel stopped and held his hand, in midair, amen, glory to God. And he looked over and he saw that lamb caught in the thicket. Hallelujah, as Brother Bobby talked this morning, a type in the shadow of Jesus Christ. That's what he was really saying. Hallelujah, the Lord will provide himself. I'm glad to know that my God and Father, hallelujah, stepped off the throne of glory and he provided himself as a sacrifice for mine, your sin. And the word says, and from that day on, Abraham named that place, the Lord will provide. Jehovah Jireh. If you believe he's Jehovah Jireh, give him a hand clap. <laughs> Hallelujah. He, I got something to praise him for, for his provision in our life. As children of the Most High God, he becomes our provider and protector. And that is more worthy than our, for our gratitude and thankfulness. Hallelujah. I have to give him praise. I have to give him thanksgiving because he's provided for me. He has made a way for me when there seemeth to be no way. Hallelujah. 
time and time again. Protection, provision, everything that we need. Not only did he purchase salvation for the soul, he purchased healing for the body. Did you know that? Hallelujah. By his stripes, we were healed. Hallelujah. Man, what a... Hallelujah. And, and, and most every, everybody knows right now, just, I ain't talking about 10 years ago. I'm not talking about 15 years ago. I ain't talking about 20 years ago. But just in the recent, just two or three years, amen, the things God has healed me from. Hallelujah. How can I not give him praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has healed me from things that I know nobody else believes it because I still get I still get phone calls or messages. I got one the other day. Uh, Brother Pruitt just wondering um, how, how you were doing. Are you able to breathe good? I said, Brother, I'm breathing great. Hallelujah. I said, no pain in my chest. Amen. No, no hurt, no kind of symptoms, no kind of way. Hallelujah. I want you to know when Jesus does a heart operation on you, you ain't got a scar when you get through. I got so much to thank him for. How can we not? There's one other man that knew about that. David. He was raised up watching the sheep for his father. And he knew about how shepherds provided for the sheep. And one day he was sitting out there maybe under a shade tree with his harp, putting together one of his many psalms. And every one of them was a praise and thankful to the Lord. He wrote one that finally we know today is Psalms 20, 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Hallelujah. I got another Bible translation back here in my office. I like the way it reads. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. If I need it, my daddy's going to get it for me. Hallelujah. If I need it, my God's going to provide it. I live that way. I preach that way. Hallelujah. That's why God moves in the way he moves. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. As I said, he, he, he was raised caring for sheep, and he knew it was a shepherd's job to provide. <laughs> sheep are some of the dumbest animals they are. You ever wonder why God calls his children sheep? <laughs> they were literally starved to death. They're not like a cow. Amen. They're not like an old goat, do they? Go anywhere and eat everything. Hallelujah. They have to be led by the shepherd to where the fields are that they 
And then when I need a cool drink of water, he leads me beside still waters and he restoreth my soul. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I've cut well over half of my message today. But I just, I had to leave with you this week as we're thinking about Take the time when your families get together, how you celebrate. Before you sit down and feast yourself, take some time to thank the Lord, to let him know you're grateful. Hey, wouldn't you know it, the Lord had me preach this message today Right after my orange boys got a stomping yesterday. I know, I know somebody's over just tickled to death about that. I, I knew we was going to win, especially since Dolly Parton showed up and sung. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I'm still grateful. I'm still thankful. I'm still thankful to God because I got so much to praise Him for, so much to thank Him for. I can live another 20 years because they did beat Bama last time. <laughs> let's, let's stand together. And I know a lot of people's already been praying, but if you got a need today, if you need a touch from the Lord, sick in your body or whatever it may be, we got. Um, elders that can come anoint you with oil. I'm going to go back to the keyboard. We're going to do a course and give you an opportunity today. Hallelujah. so good God 
so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. Give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now before before everybody leaves, you need to fill out this little paper I got on the welcome desk out there to let me know what time you're going to be eating Thursday. Especially when you start getting into the pecan pie and chest pine, all that stuff. Pastor will pay a visit. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, I wish everybody a great holiday. I hope 
and I pray, amen, health and good fortune for each and every one. Again, no service uh, Wednesday night because a lot of people are preparing for Thanksgiving or traveling, so we will not do that. Lord willing, we'll be back here next Sunday, amen, to uh, worship the Lord again. Let's bow our heads and thank God for this service. Father, we come today, we thank you, Lord, because you met with us today, and we're so proud, Lord, of your spirit. Everyone who come for prayer, we know, God, that you're going to answer those prayers. Bless each and every one. I speak blessings and health upon every individual, every family here. Keep us, God. Watch over us until it's time to meet again. In Jesus' holy name, let everybody say, God bless you. We love you in the Lord.